Welcome to Young and Adulting, a podcast of the Young Adults community at Christ Fellowship Church. Our hope is to create a safe place for authentic conversation around the ins and outs of life as we all try to navigate following Jesus in the world we live in today. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the conversation. What's up, podcast world? We are back with another episode of the Young and Adulting podcast. It is season six of the podcast, and this is going to be an incredible episode. We are in this season called What I Wish I Knew, and it's all about asking those who are a little bit further along in their journey in life and their experiences going, hey, what do you wish you knew maybe in your 20s that we can learn from? Uh, There's that saying, right? You can learn by your own mistakes or even the mistakes of some mentors. So here's the opportunity to learn, uh, maybe not from just mistakes, but some insights from mentors from a distance. Uh, Today, I'm joined by two incredible people, Pastor Dave and Pastor Bethany, leaders at our church, been a part of our church for for decades, looking after leadership development and all things uh, going on in our church leadership. I love all the things that have been coming out over the years. And there's so many more things to come and married ministry. This is going to be a great conversation. But before we jump in, for those of you who don't know them, I want to give you the space. Maybe introduce yourself, maybe some fun facts, some things people might not know before you tell your story. So what do people need to know that maybe other people don't know? So first of all, something you need to know about us is we are total opposites and We've been married for 34 years and we've managed to make it work and actually have a lot of fun together. So that's probably going to play out throughout the whole On the spontaneous one, you are the high planner. So we have no idea what's going to happen with this podcast. I love it. (laughs) And you're a cycler. I am a cyclist and yep. Like to stay active. Yes, I yes. love it. I love it. Well, for those who don't know you, we'd love to hear what, like, how did you get started? I mean, where did you meet? What's been your journey to bring you guys to where you are today? Yeah, I was at college in Ohio, I, and uh, twenty years old, and I saw this brand new student come in, transfer through in the middle of the year, and this, she was hot. And then what I didn't realize was I I received this lipstick coated anonymous <laughs> oh, letter in the mail. <laughs> I love the imagery right now. Yeah. And so I had to actually find out who put their lips all over this note. He was cute. I thought he was cute. So I sent him this anonymous letter with lips all over it. This is back in the 1900s with no internet, (laughs) no social media. We, I had to do the hunting, the old school. Uh, And so I, but I found out who you were and I asked you out for a date and, um, Six months later, we got, we got engaged and six months after that we were married. Right. So, yeah. So it was a quick journey. We were journey. young and yeah, I graduated with a business degree, and you graduated with a. Interesting. I I started. I went to Bible college. Okay. Yeah. And transferred to Cedarville. That's Cedarville University yes, is yep. where we met, and um and so my that's why I was a new student, and uh, so I finished up at Cedarville. So I've got my Bible degree, but I finished up in medical office technology, which was. Basically, medical administration. Yep. And you've so, never used it. And I've never used it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we've just had fun. Uh, grow, we started off in Cleveland because that's okay. where I grew up. And mm-hmm. my parents were there. And so I'm a first-generation American. My parents came from Russia and Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's a little tension there. Um, but um, with all of that, we, we stayed there for a couple of years until we moved down to Florida. Yeah. But we starting off, we didn't have – I didn't have a job. She didn't have a job. I would not recommend getting married with neither of you having jobs. Wasn't yeah. it wasn't intentional? We'll get to that. Yeah. Huge recession going on at the time. No yeah. one was hiring, so I was trimming trees, and you found a job at, at an office. I was a, a clerk, a deputy clerk at the okay. courthouse, just part time while he was trimming trees, yeah. and that's how we made ends meet in the beginning. So, yeah. so yeah. after about three or four months of, of 
that, um, I found a job and was able to get into a corp- corporate world and actually exercise my business degree. So that was... And it wasn't long after that we had a surprise pregnancy with our first son. Mm-hmm. So lots of surprises yep. in our life that we yeah. didn't expect. And yeah. um, But we always served in the local church yep. from the very beginning. Our heart has just always been tied to the local church. So we did that all the way from the time we first got married. So... Yeah, it's it's been a great journey, and I've uh, just kind of grown up in the construction world and finance, and then um, back in 2006 is when I joined the church, came on staff with Christ Fellowship, and uh, got involved with construction here in finance, and then ministry, and it's just been uh, just a roller coaster yeah. ride ever since. So it's been great. And I Fun. I stayed home all yeah. those years, and I homeschooled my kids, and then when our youngest was in high school. It was time for me to, you know, jump back yep. in. So I was able to use what I've right. learned, you know, in, in, in college to help homeschool and run a, run a home and a family, right? Yep. Um, and then I was able to bring that into my ministry world here, just lots of different roles over the mm-hmm. years yep. and eventually landed me in ministry to married people and adult discipleship, which I just love yep. being a part of all that. That's so great. I, I love that your story kind of begins in the college space because really that's that's – we're rolling with young adulting podcast uh-huh. and we got college students 18 25 of course those are maybe even in late 20s and early 30s listening but when we talk about meaning and purpose these are like buzzwords in our culture mm-hmm. and all this season we're asking you know what what i wish i knew so when you look back at maybe some of your early 20s maybe even 30s you know however it shapes out what are some things that you wish you knew about purpose about meaning that those who are early on in their life and making decisions mm-hmm. could could know because everyone's going, oh, what is yeah. my purpose? You know, it's a buzzword. Yeah. Well, I, I would have to say, like, when we mentioned earlier, we didn't have jobs when we first got married. That w- wasn't part of the plan. Like, we had a whole plan. Did I'm you, a planner. Yeah. I, yeah. I've got a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> Things didn't quite go the way we thought. Graduation, we graduated, but had some delays and some things. He had to take some follow-up classes over the summer. Because of an administration error, which delayed him getting a job, and but we already planned our wedding. And so I guess for me, I I had the plans. We had a, a idea of what we wanted things to look like. And outside of our – it was just outside of our control, things happen, and you have to roll with it. And so I think in the beginning, it was really hard for us. We felt like – well, we felt like failures. We felt like we were disappointing our parents. Can you imagine how my parents felt? Like I'm getting married and neither of us have jobs. And so um, it was it was hard. Like, And people are always asking you, what are you going to do with your life? Where right. are you getting your job? What are you, and you're like, well, we're still looking for a job. you know. And it was just really, it was disheartening. Um, but somehow we ended up having fun with it and made the best of it, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a lot of fun and a lot of fun conversations trying to figure it all out, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think the world puts out in front of us this um, this narrative that says there's this mystery out there that you've got to find. You've got to uncover it. You've got to go explore mm-hmm. and look for it. It might be in a different continent right. or a different state or a different whatever. And what I have found is actually your purpose and meaning is right in you. God's already put it in you. So that's what I, where I would start. You know, when we first got married, um, I think one of the things that uh, I would change kind of about that season is um, me trying to be someone that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so when people talked about purpose and meaning and what it meant to like lead, like be in a marriage or be in a career, I was trying to form this shell around me 
that people could see that wasn't really who I was. Mm -hmm. And I think I took myself way too seriously. And um, so, you know, I would I would tell everybody that's listening to this, don't take yourself that seriously. Yeah. Can I tell a quick story? Yeah. So I remember when we first got married, I was so puzzled by this. He used to say, I can't wait till I turn 50 because when I turn 50, people are going to take me seriously. And I was like, but that's like 25 years away. Yeah. Why would you be excited to turn 50? I didn't get it, but I, but I can appreciate that. You know, it is hard because right. you want to be taken seriously. Right. You do have a lot in you to offer. Right. And um, yeah, I, so now it's like, now you're in your 50s and I think people take you seriously now. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, starting off in your 20s, you're a lot of times you go into a job and you're dealing with people who are sometimes yeah. twice your age. Right. Right. So much more life experience. They've got kids and, and like, you don't know what you don't know right. yet. So you're trying to be, like play along with them, like right. do life Improve and yourself. do- yourself. Yeah, yeah, prove yourself. And honestly, that's the season where you just need to become yourself. Mm. Don't don't try to be someone else. That's so, good. that's something that I would definitely uh, work on and uh, or change. You know, if I would were to go back, um, and I think um, for me, I've I've kind of got in my new life purpose. I've I've I kind of like revisit that every year. And one thing that's been in my life purpose statement for the last decade has been to become the best version of myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like I've learned a lot about like just self-awareness of, you know, hey, I'm not in touch with my emotions. Hey, I, <laughs> you know, run without thinking sometimes first and, and devise these great plans and just go for it. Um, but I think just becoming the best version of myself um, and trying to keep myself healthy in a lot of different areas, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, mm -hmm. and those four areas, you know, that's where you have your energy. And so I'm trying to always moderate, okay, where's my energy in all four of those areas? Um, so being the best version of myself mm -hmm. is, is really gonna get me to, to um, really play out my purpose, yeah. my meaning. And I think that's important for, for me and to I, remember. For me personally, I struggled for most of my life with people pleasing. Mm -hmm. Like I would make decisions on, oh, is my mom gonna be okay with that? Is my, you know, is Dave gonna think that's okay? And never really took the time to just think, is this who I am? Is this something that is gonna make me happy? Mm -hmm. And so that that all plays into it too. Yep. I think we all have different personalities mm -hmm. that play into yep. how we get where we wanna go, right? Yeah. So how old were you both when you went to college? So yeah, I, I started off, I was always the youngest one in my class, so I got into college when I was like 17. 17. So, um, but, so we got, we got married, 18. yeah, we started off early and we got married early when we graduated, as soon as we graduated and then um, yeah, started we having kids early. 21 when we got married. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But the cool thing was, I mean, she wanted to wait. We had the first child, second child, then we were, she was, we were, said, we're gonna have one more, but she wanted to wait a few more years. And I'm like, I wanna be an empty nester before I'm 50. <laughs> People take so, you seriously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the math actually worked out, yeah. but uh, yeah. that's not for everybody. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And I was asking because when you're talking about college students are stepping in, you know, 17, 18, 19, yeah. mm -hmm. I mean, those are really defining years because you're yeah. leaving, oh, yeah. you know, you're, especially if you go out of state or whatever, you're leaving the home of mom and dad, you're, you're figuring out who am I without them? What do I believe? Who am I? And decision-making is one of the most terrifying things to to young people i think mm -hmm. today i think mm -hmm. a lot of people are paralyzed mm -hmm. paralyzed by decision making mm -hmm. do i do this do i do not do i do that do uh, 
coming back to purpose. What is my purpose? Is it, mm. you, you know, I think it's it's crippled a generation of people. Yeah. And so I think our, our job really is not to just tell people what to do, but to help coach them on mm-hmm. how to approach conversations and decisions from like a biblical perspective. So what would you say to those who are maybe going like, what? I, I am paralyzed. Like, what do I pick? Do I pick this major? Do I do I go down this career path? Because I I transferred like three times. Yeah. So maybe what would maybe your was your approach when you were going into school that you would look back and go, oh, I wish I would have known this about decision making. Well, I I would say I'm gonna I'm gonna speak first because I'm passionate about this. Yep. First of all, I think there are so there's just way too many options. Like, there for me, lot. when I go to a restaurant and I open a menu and there's a gazillion entrees to pick from, just give me a handful of your best okay. ones, right? So I think just narrow down your options because not everything is great, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then the other thing is, I guess I I would say what you start out doing is not what you're gonna end up doing. Mm-hmm. You just have to start somewhere. Like I, medical office technology and business, I mean, what am I doing? I, yes, I could use a lot of the things that I learned in that field in my area of ministry, but that's not what I ended up doing. Even my first job, the one area I didn't want to go into was into the legal field. Sure. I wanted to go into the medical field. And so don't don't negate those first opportunities because you're going to learn something yeah. there and that you can actually take with you. And I think the same thing happened with you. Even um, I, I love one. I'm going to steal your thunder a little bit here. But one of the things that you always share with people is you started off building buildings and houses and now you get to be a part of building the church and so you have always had that architect in you Mm -hmm. it just plays out differently in the different roles that you have yeah i would i would say don't overthink it i see so many so many kids are just like turmoiling over Mm -hmm. you know what their decision for the major is going to be and and because they think that it's going to direct the next few decades of their life. Actually, it won't. And so if, in look, I, I was in high school where I, I had some kids that were sophomores with me and they knew what they wanted in 10th, 10th grade of high school. And so for me, I was like, I have no idea what I wanna do. I know I don't wanna be a mortician like you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like my friend wanted to be. Um, but so I went into it. I originally wanted to be an engineer, and so and then you know, then I realized, oh, engineering takes a lot of math. Mm-hmm. So I I quickly changed my mind to business, and that still has math, but different kind of math. Mm-hmm. And so I said, I'm going to just do this four year degree, and then see where it takes me, because I I know I want to do a lot of different things mm-hmm. with my life, and if I have a great foundation. And so I would I would give that kind of advice for anybody who's completely undecided. Don't stay undecided. Just just pick a solid major if it's business or wh- what have you, mm-hmm. and just just go after it. Finish it because that then just tells the employer, hey, this person's gone through college. Uh, they're not the eternal student when you know, but <laughs> they're still in school at age thirty-two. I had some of those friends, and yeah. they had to put together a couple majors, you know, at the end of mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. fifteen years of college. Um, so I would say just pick something, get it done. And then go after the jobs that you you really are interested in, mm-hmm. and you know God's going to put some opportunities in front of you as yeah. if you're if you're faithful and consistent. And I think you know keeping your grades up mm-hmm. is probably more important than the major. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I love. There's a verse in Colossians. You probably know it. Colossians three twenty three. I think you've had this printed out for years. It says, "A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord determines his steps." Mm-hmm. So, 
it doesn't mean you don't make plans. Mm-hmm. Like you have to make plans, but you mm-hmm. can trust the Lord yeah. to get you where he wants to take you. That's great. Yeah. Talking about don't overthink it. Yeah. I think we do a lot of, and I think sometimes we overthink so much that we end up doing nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, the other big um, misconception is that college is for everyone and it's not. And so um, there's so many people that college is just it's not the right thing. And I think the world's changing so much to where I've seen people who don't go to college succeed wildly. Right. You know, so there's a, a ton of examples of this. So um, if you don't like being in an office, kind of figure that out early mm-hmm. and, you know, don't go after a business degree. So, um, but I think that everyone's really kind of wired differently and mm-hmm. they really need to understand, hey, I don't have to go to college. I could go get another type of training or internship mm-hmm. or trade school or, or something else that really yeah. kind of fuels me. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and there's always time to, to get a degree later on mm-hmm. if you change yeah, your mind. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you guys would advocate for this as well, having been in, in the workspace and home, I mean, just so many different nuances of, of work, life, ministry, that not every season feels exciting or thrilling or on the edge of your seat. And I think that our generation also is kind of captivated by wonderlust, the pickup mm-hmm. go, mm-hmm. you know, like it's gotta feel great. It's mm-hmm. gotta be mm-hmm. exciting. And that's just not reality. No. So there's a lot I think that are looking at other people's life from the outside going, mm-hmm. your life looks exciting. My life feels boring mm-hmm. and mundane. So what do you say to the, maybe the college student, the young adult who's struggling to to unpack uh, purpose, meaning when things feel mundane and they want to, I don't know, throw in the towel or uproot themselves? Well, I I stayed home for a lot of years, yeah. and I remember feeling like that. I remember seeing all my other girlfriends yeah. who were working, they were teachers, they, you know, they their life did seem more exciting. They were traveling, and, and I was home with poopy diapers and snotty noses, and I felt like I never had an adult conversation. And the truth is, a season came and went, yeah. and it comes and goes pretty quick. And if I look back over, you know, I'm 55 now. I say I've hit the speed limit. I'm about to go over it. <laughs> but I, all those years were not wasted. You know, I look back and how God still used all those opportunities. I was, I was serving. I was able to help come alongside Him and, and you know, make His life better and. And, and I was still able to volunteer and do other things. Just because I'm not getting a paycheck for it, I can still give back and still you know, live out this, this calling that we all have to become more like Jesus, mm-hmm. right? And so it doesn't matter where you are. Right. You're gonna, you have an opportunity mm-hmm. to grow in Christ. That's great. That's great. Yeah, and I think the mundane, for me, I, I know that there's a season of life that you need to go through early on uh, to really kind of pick up and understand discipline yeah. in your life mm-hmm. and your rhythm and just consistency. I think picking those up, if, if you're able to get into a rhythm where you're, you're doing something consistent, whatever it is, it's, you need to do that. You need to go through that season and really um, even understand, you know, where is your energy during the day? Is your best energy in the morning? Mm-hmm. Is your best energy at night? So I think really focusing on managing that time around that, so you're not doing the mundane things when you have the most energy, right. um, but really save those like the the emails or whatever you know in a time where it's it's mm-hmm. quieter and you you can it's not really your energy's a little lower. And the so. truth is, even in the most fulfilling job that you could ever have, there's going to be 
mundane right. components yep. in that job. You know, and like I love what you said about the energy, putting your energy mm-hmm. in the right places. But mm-hmm. you're going to thrive in the areas that are exciting to you, but that is going to build you up and get you ready to be able to do those things right. that you really don't want to do. So yeah. it's it's just life. It's natural. I would bring up a 70-30 principle. So if you if you took what you're doing during a week and you break it up into a percentage and like 70%, this is what really drives my – this is mm-hmm. energizes me, gets me you know excited about the day, 30% being the, hey, I've got to get this done. Now, everybody's got to get stuff like that done. Mm-hmm. Take the trash out, do the dishes. All that stuff has to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, so starting off early in your 20s, it might look more like – 40, 60, yeah. you know, your percentages are going to change, but your your goal would be eventually to get to a 70, 30, where you still have the 70% that's going to drive you and the 30% is getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. And everyone has that. Uh, no one, like you said, no matter what career, dream job, you're still going to have that 30% you're right, going to have to deal right. with. But it's a goal to, to shoot for. <clears throat> so um, as long as you're not in a, in a rut where you're like, uh, 10%, 90, like doing 90% stuff that is completely draining to you, you're going to be you miserable. you need to reevaluate. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Have you seen over your life it play out where maybe you have had seasons where you knew they were the season, but it was necessary for where the Lord was leading? Because I think sometimes we step into a season or an opportunity that maybe it's just part of the process mm-hmm. and we maybe neglect, we could, we could kind of pull ourselves out early or relocate or uproot. Um, when we talk about fulfillment, all those things, I think sometimes we believe that if I'm not happy all the time, mm-hmm. you know, and we're looking at people who are 30, 40, they have the house, yeah. they have things you are like, I should be there. Well, really, I mean, you're, you're 21 years old. So, right. but you know, what have you learned along your way? Yeah, I think comparison will kill us. And I think that speaks to what you're talking about, seeing what everybody else is doing and what everybody else has. And you actually don't know you haven't walked in their shoes. So you may not know, okay, they're, yeah, they got a great house and great car, great clothes, but you should see their credit card debt and their mortgage and their other expenses. And so you might not want to be working, you know, 60 hours a week just to make ends meet for for that. So um, I think the comparison game is something we need to stay away from. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, getting back to this whole purpose and meaning, like, I don't want to have to try to find something that's out there that's a mystery. Mm-hmm. I, I know that God's already put this purpose in me. And uh, wherever I am, I need to work on who I am inside. Like, I need to become mm-hmm. the person that I need to be, um, not do something to become the person mm-hmm. that I need to be. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a difference. And it's a mindset. And so, um, and I think, you know, the New Testament talks about being content. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you because mm-hmm. you and, and Paul in that passage he's talking about hey I've done things I don't want to do right. and yeah. things I and I, I've found contentment in all of it because of mm-hmm. because of Christ mm-hmm. and so really that what's going on inside you is is the most important because ultimately what's inside you is going to manifest itself mm-hmm. on the outside in your outside world yeah. mm-hmm. and you and if it's ugly on the inside it's going to be ugly on the outside so work on the inside first mm-hmm. that's, great. that's good what he said. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, you do, you have anything else on that? No. No. So I, I want to ask if you're you got married at how old again? Twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. Yeah. If your twenty one year old self's got a snapshot, like a open vision of where you are today, what yeah. you're doing, and all that's happened, 
what do you think your 21 year old selves would be most surprised about? I would tell my wife, see, I knew I was right. 50 was going to be <laughs> the best years of <laughs> yeah. my life. And it is, it has been my best decade. So I, I just want to encourage everybody out there, like you don't look at like your 40s and 50s as like, oh man, that's going to be old. Because when you get here, like I'm better now they than I was. They are the best years. Yeah, I'm better yeah. now than I was 15 years ago. Come on. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's exciting. Uh, life is exciting. Don't get too stressed out about your hair turning gray or <laughs> feeling old. Just just you need to take care of yourself, um, but don't stress out over the future. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think what would surprise me would be how young I feel right now yeah. and yeah. how much in love I am with you. <laughs> um, so, and I think maybe even just um, understanding that I, I've learned not to take myself too seriously mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm more fulfilled now in that. Mm-hmm. And I think the 25 year old self mm-hmm. would have been surprised by that. That's mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I think, you know, there's a lot of disappointments and failures in life. Um, but sitting in the seat that I'm in now and looking back at mm-hmm. those, I wouldn't trade them because I'm wiser for it. I'm stronger for it. I am a grandma now and wow. I love being Gigi. I mean, there's so many things, you know, you you are going to experience in your life. Some are great and some not so great. But all of it, mm-hmm. all of it can lead you to some real joy in, in this season. We, we are truly loving this season of life. I actually, I think I was kind of afraid. When he talked about turning 50, I was like, I don't want to be 50. I want to stay 30 forever, <laughs> you know, because 30s are great. Um, but gosh, I, I have to agree with him now. These are our best years. Yeah. That's amazing to hear. That's amazing to hear. It gives a lot of hope, too, and excitement. I love that mindset of, like, now I've kind of gone through it. I want my 30s to be the best, and then I want my 40s to be even better. Yeah. And fit, like, just this mindset of yeah. the, the good days are always in front of us. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be the person who's like, those are the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want that. You yeah. Know? yeah. Well, and, I, and I've heard people talk about this stage of life and, like, the, the fourth quarter. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> fourth quarter? No, like... I don't care what quarter it's in, I'm going to live today yeah. like, you know, and um, the saying that Christine Kane just preached on this past weekend is like, live live every day like, you know, it's going to happen tomorrow, yeah. and but plan for things to keep right. going for decades. And so I, you want to make the best of every day. Yeah. Um, don't dread today. Uh, don't dread, you know, the season that you're in because uh, it's a season that, that you're in that you just need to keep working yeah. through. I, I think about my 40s. That was when I ran a half marathon Come for on. the first time. 40s were the like when I actually really started coming into myself. Like first time I you had cr- energy to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I, we we have always put something out ahead of us. Let's try this. We've never done this yeah. before. Like. Get outside of your comfort zone. That's great. No matter what age you're at. That's great. Yeah. Just breathe. <laughs> Enjoy your 20s. Um, but they're not going to be your best years. Yeah. I can guarantee they won't be. That's good news, though. That's it's, great it's news. Great. <laughs> you're still young. That's great news. Your yeah. best is that's, ahead. Somebody's, you need to hear that. that yeah. uh, that's, that's really great news. Okay, so for fun, uh, we're, we're talking about 50s. What do you wish you knew 
when you're younger was going to come back in style. Like maybe you threw it out too soon. Maybe you donated it, but a clothing item that you're like, man, if somebody would have told me mm-hmm. this was cool. Well, I have a piece of clothing that I do regret probably every week that I got rid of. And okay. it was this really cool black leather jacket that yep. was, you know, from Wilson's. I don't even know if Wilson's exists anymore, but it was a big deal to get a leather jacket from Wilson's. And I'm like, why on earth? It it, it would be so cool right yeah. now. So as far as that goes, as far as fashion and closet goes, that's my that's my one regret. But I think the style, the thing that has surprised me, and I wish I knew, oh, how I wish I knew, that gray hair would be a thing that girls pay money to go get their hair colored gray when they're in their 20s. If I had known that, I would have never, never colored my hair. Yeah. I would have just let it go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Tara, that's for you. She's got a couple coming in. That's awesome. I guess I, I wish I knew that uh, back back in the 70s and 80s that vinyl records would yeah. come back with a screaming vengeance against awesome. digital <laughs> downloads. So um, We had some good ones. We had we? some good ones that, like, I'm crying that we don't have it anymore. Um, but – and then clothing, I uh, really – Looking back, I'm glad I threw all that up. It wouldn't look very good, you know. <laughs> the this, big baggy uh, shorts and yeah. Yeah, there there really wasn't anything that I would I would bring back yeah. or wish I held on to clothing wise. But um, but oh, large eye frame gla- uh, oh, eyeglasses. Oh yeah, the, the large frames. Oh, those yeah, were those true. were good. Now it's kind of like kind of mellowing out a little bit more, but they yeah, they got really yeah, big yeah. there for for yeah. a period, and um, I was like, wow, they're. Back. And everyone <laughs> made fun of me. I remember when they went went away. Your family was making fun of family photos of me being younger, having those big frames. And I'm like, it's actually in style. They were cool. Yeah. And they came back. They came back. Yeah. yeah I would. I don't. Yeah. So, Con- context now, but <laughs> well, perfect. Well, if I see a leather jacket, now I'll think of that. When I see yeah. the glasses, I'm gonna yeah. think of you. That's, there you go. That's super cool. Well, this has been great. I love the advice and the counsel. Don't take yourself too seriously. Just breathe. Right. Um, just do something, pick something, move forward with it. Don't be afraid to fail. Understand that 20s aren't your best years yeah. and live with the mindset that your 50s, your, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, they're going to be your best years. Yeah. And with that, each new decade, same mindset. That's super helpful to a lot of young people who think that their 20s are like, this is the <laughs> yeah. this is the moment, the climactic moment, and I'm not there. Yeah. And so just yeah. thankful for this conversation around meaning purpose that God has given us a purpose locked it up inside of us and he unlocks it for us and mm-hmm. and so just thank you for your investment your time together so grateful for you and Thanks, for your Tyler. impact and your ministry and mm. uh, all that God's doing in and through you and your family and yeah. just uh, we're grateful for you and we appreciate every everything that you are yeah. like you. as a person yeah. a dad a leader thank you um, so thank you for, for even doing this. this Thanks is great. for having us. Oh, yeah. you know, this, this has been great. Super fun. Super fun. Well, I hope it's been fun and you've enjoyed this episode today. If you're not subscribed, go ahead and get subscribed. Go ahead and like, share, maybe comment, maybe some things that you wish you would have known, maybe if you're above the bar of a 25-year-old and some things you'd like to hear. But we love you. We're praying for you. Excited to talk with you next time on the next episode. We love you. We'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Young and Adulting. Follow us on Instagram at cf.young adults. And if there's a topic you'd like to talk about, we want to hear about it. Send us an email or leave a comment with your thoughts. We'll see you next time.